0: from the corner sack and jack rob sacre i'm jack ferris full disclosure texted rob yesterday i said hey let's do the santangelo intro at 6:45." and rob was like cool i'll be there get into work 5 a.m i'm not listen i'm not showing off that i'm at work at 5 a.m or anything i'm just trying to give you context here for about an hour and 45 minutes and right around 6:45, i was like i feel like i have to do something i just don't know what it is and then Rob said, "I was like, dude, I'm waiting at like oh. 6:48." Oh, yeah. i was just concerned.
1: I, <laughs> you, you you're you're usually spot on. Yeah, hit me up like right on the dot when. So I was like, this ain't – Are you ready?
0: You good?" Yeah. Um. I, on, you know what I was doing? I was watching. Highlights of the bronze medal field hockey game between India and Germany. That's what I was doing rather than talking oh, to you. <laughs> no, it's
1: it's good, dude. Uh, the Olympics has kept my attention. It, this has been a great. Uh, it's been something different, I guess. It, I've been locked in on this Olympics.
0: So have were you rooting for Canada against the U.S. women the other day, soccer?
1: I saw that game. See, I don't. I try not to get in that those matches. Mm. You know, like I just feel torn. Who do I root for? I played for Canada, so I'm kind of committed on that end. You know the the struggle of not a, having as much funds to our programs as the United States, but at the same time, uh, I'm American too.
0: Yeah, sorry, know? sorry, we got more money, bro. What do you
1: want? Me to no, say it's it? it's crazy. People don't realize how much money backs. The United States, like US sports teams.
0: Hell yeah, brother.
1: Compared to other countries, it's incredible. Sorry. Yep, exactly. Capitalism. Remember being
0: winners. Uh, exactly. Yeah, so you have been digging the Olympics. Good. Oh,
1: yeah. wow. beach volleyball.
0: Hell yeah. You're kind of a night owl, though, to begin with, huh? Actually, not really, though. I've become,
1: I've become an early bird just okay. based on being a dad, yeah. but. At the same time, I don't go to bed until midnight, anyways. Oh, really? I'm, I'm, I, I, I have a problem. I don't know. I, I can't. I don't. I can't put my finger on it. I just don't get enough sleep. I guess you're, I don't know.
0: Are you still going down YouTube holes, YouTube rabbit holes, dude? Yeah. Who doesn't? Yeah. Guilty. Guilty as charged. It's,
1: it, it, these algorithms just know what to like. Right before you go to bed, you're like, "Oh,
0: what is this? I got to do one more." One more.
1: This is interesting. And then you go and then you, the related videos right next door is like, oh, all right. Let me check this one out too.
0: Dude, I've been watching. Have you seen the video series of the two? Uh, I don't want to sound insensitive, but they're like, um, they're like Southeast Asian men. Who build like sick ass water parks with their bare hands in the jungle? No. Oh, what? Dude. Yes. What? And it's like a time lapse, and they show it. They do it over like 90 days or something crazy like that. Uh, and they just
1: build it with their bare like using mud.
0: They use like remedial tools. They use like they use like a pickaxe and and shovels, and they oh. just map out these sick ass water parks and like hangout spots, like underground pools. And they right. do it in like six weeks to three months. What? There's honestly, there's like, dude, these views have like 25 million. I, I guarantee ah. you listeners are like screaming at me what the YouTube series is called. Because they have like 25 million views each. It's insane. It's so, it's so satisfying.
1: Oh, because you see the gratification of when mm-hmm. they're done.
0: Hmm. Mm-hmm. Like mowing the lawn, partner.
1: Oh, tell me about it. <laughs> tell me about it. Jack. Uh, what's up? I, I said this on the Jay and Kevin show, but, um, I may or may not have had a, uh, break an entry on myself. I'm just saying, wait, what yeah, exactly?
0: A so B- a B and E that you committed. Yes. Wait, you broke into your own house. Don't listen,
1: listen, I may or may not, I don't want to convict myself. Yeah. So I may or may not have in a school. A middle school
0: wait oh oh you broke into a middle school
1: i don't want to say i did i may have um yeah so i went to my son's uh football practice but it was so smoky they wanted to do it inside right okay okay so all right being the data you know you gotta learn to be on time if you're not 15 minutes early you're 15 minutes late basically you know that type of dad so we show up to practice about 25 minutes early and i'm outside and i get the text and it says be at this gym i'm reading it over and over again you know when you like you you show up somewhere and there's no one around
0: yeah and you're like oh i did i screw up and you're second guessing yourself yeah
1: correct correct. So uh i end up like it's like 10 minutes before practice i call the coach i'm like where are you guys and he's like oh we're in the gym just go through the front and uh you'll be fine you might have to sign in and just meet us in the gym so i'm like all right cool so i'm like q let's go come on let's go in through front And i'm I'm. And this is after
0: day. this is after you gave him a speech about how important it is to be right i'm prepared yeah. yeah right
1: of course yeah and I, uh, I'm i like, I'm driving also in the stinking Lincoln around this middle school, mind you. Just have that in your mind. Was just, Ren
0: and Stimpy playing? No, the- Ren and
1: Stimpy, but it was just a little, I could obviously say it looked suspicious at the time.
0: <laughs> at least you're self-aware,
1: you know? <laughs> you know? Oh, you gotta be when you're, yeah, you gotta be in my life. <laughs> and so uh, I ended up, going to the front door and i'm like oh all these doors are locked okay well i get well oh no not this one great and i open the door and we walk in and all of a sudden the alarms just start going off oh yes my son starts panicking says, relax relax yeah i guess we're not supposed to be here right now We walk out, then the coach goes, where are you guys? I'm like, where are you? Long story short, the the word, it it changed up the words in the text, you know, uh, autocorrect or whatever. It was supposed to be uh, North something, and then it was – anyways.
0: You screwed up. You screwed up. I screwed
1: up. I broke into a building, uh, middle school. And I was waiting for the cops to have me on the ground when I stepped out of the
0: building. Did you wait around for cops? Or like God, no, I was not
1: gonna be there. I hopped in the Lincoln so fast and you sprinted to a car. (laughs) No, I did not. You don't sprint to a car after something like you play. I told him you gotta play it cool, cue. We didn't steal anything, just walk like you just like you just made a mistake.
0: That's it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Those are some of the highlights of my life. But I'm sure you're on the way to the car. Your head was definitely on a swivel.
1: Uh,
0: 100%. <laughs> I
1: was ready to hit the ground. Like, uh, well, as soon as I walked out, I was like, all right, I'm going to hit the pavement here soon enough.
0: Well, good. Glad to hear your record is still relatively clean, right?
1: Yeah, I, I hope so. I I kind of convicted myself.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, better you than somebody else. Mm. Better you get ahead of it ahead of yes.
1: the problem amen amen
0: uh so matt Santangelo, we sat down and chatted with him chatted we sat down and had a great combo with him about a month ago and you know what's crazy rob
1: it was a month ago
0: what the hell did we talk about
1: <laughs> no we talked about hoop fest we didn't, you we, know. i
0: mean of course we talked about hoop fest
1: you know and what he's done is so amazing for the city and for hoop fest um Matt works his ass off, and I don't think people realize how much he 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 really devotes his life into this. So we greatly appreciate all all his time and on our listeners for listening.
0: Matt is a uh, Spokane and really inland Northwest treasure, and I think he would uh, he would blush at that, but it's the truth. Um, what he meant to what he means to the Gonzaga program, coupled with him being the executive director, I love that title, the executive director of HoopFest. Um, you know, he, he over-serves the community in the best way possible. If you think you had a rough COVID, I bet Matt Santangelo's COVID was, was worse. Could you imagine right. being the head of something like HoopFest and having to, you know, sift through different governments telling you different things day-to-day and getting... I don't want to be the head of anything
1: when right. it came to covid, right.
0: Right. Yeah. right. But he weathered the storm. Hoopfest is coming up uh next month, right? Right about a Isn't month that, away. That's right.
1: that's crazy. Where yeah. did our summer go, bro?
0: Where did it go, my man? Where did it go? But uh yeah, Matt Santangelo is excellent as always. He gave us uh an hour of his time, I think. Hour plus, yep. who knows. Who knows? Who knows? Are do you have any uh, B and E plans this this weekend, buddy?
1: Um, I, you know what? I honestly haven't even. I've been so busy, I haven't even thought what I'm going to do in the next like five hours.
0: That's good. That's good. You don't need any plans. You're a 32 year old man.
1: No, yeah. I got. I um. I'll be all right. I'll be watching some beach volleyball. I'll tell you that.
0: Hell yes! As always, uh, find us on Instagram. Please, please, please like. Follow Twitter, Facebook, the whole nine. Um, we really appreciate all of you who listen every week. You're the best. You're the best. Uh, you?
1: Absolutely. And tell if, your friends.
0: If you're brand new, welcome. Go ahead and hit that subscribe button. Don't cost you nothing. Maybe rate, maybe review. Just, Just easy on the one stars. If you're yeah. going to do a one star, make it really funny.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> like if you're gonna do some, be original. Like, I'm good with a,
0: yeah, I'm good with a one star review if you write like a scathing sentence.
1: Yeah, I need I need some 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 real criticism if you're gonna do that.
0: Yeah, if it's gonna be a one star, tell us how we can improve on on the star situation.
1: Yeah, I, I agree. I completely agree.
0: Speaking of stars, here's a bright one. Here's Sant'Angelo. The Godfather. <laughs> Back. Back Second again. time. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah nice. second time. Yeah. Executive Director of uh, Hoop Fest, Matt Santangelo. Actually, the last time we talked was, yeah, 18 months ago, January, <laughs> at the casino. Since then, there hasn't been a Hoop Fest.
2: Nope, nope. <laughs> there hasn't. has been many, many, many basketballs bouncing in that yeah. time in the state of Washington.
0: I imagine, <laughs> so we're recording this, what is it, July 9th? Yep. I think generally, isn't this the time of year where the Santangelo's sneak off for a, a well-earned vacation somewhere?
2: Yes. Yes. The blood pressure has gone down by this point in the summer. The blood pressure is not currently down. Uh, no. Neither is the pace of life. It's funny uh, how out of HoopFest shape I am. Oh, really? Uh-huh. What does that mean? We yeah, of- Well, it just it means that everything happens at once, right? It's, I always say like HoopFest or events in general, it's like Thanksgiving dinner. Everything's got to hit the table hot. So you only have it one chance to get it right. It's not like, right. you, hey, we messed up. We'll do it the next weekend. Like, run it was back like right. you can't. So right now with sponsors, tr- you know, logistics with the city, obviously the COVID differences for this year's Hoop Fest, different time of year, you know, all these different things are all happening all at once. And so I was just remarking to my coworker, Connor, and I was saying, like, it's crazy how much work we do and how different every meeting is. Because you can talk to literally, literally the city of Spokane, the regional health district, Nike, Toyota, hop on a podcast, go talk to KHQ, and that was literally my day today. Yeah. You know, and so it's just really dynamic, you know, which in a lot of ways is fun, but it's fast. That's god, oh, the get it. blood pressure yeah. and pace are. Up. Yeah. That's all.
0: Let's go back to God, what was it? Mid March, early March when the world started falling apart, right? Yep. So NBA season canceled. The next day, N C two A tournament's gonna happen without fans. The day after that, N C two A tournament's canceled. At what point did you start getting concerned? Because I think right. all of us, yep. all of us, kind of thought like, okay, this is going to suck for like six weeks, but come like May, June, we'll be fine.
2: Yeah, and I think what our our mentality was like, it, and I told this over and over again because we got a lot of, uh, uh, not a lot, but some pushback from people like, you cannot have hoop fest. Like, how stupid can you? Like be? immediately, oh, immediately. How really? really? Like, yeah. Whoa, 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 whoa! It's and I'm a like, few it, it, and away. I just yeah. kept saying like, it doesn't hurt to plan. Yeah. Like, let us continue to plan. We can open up registration. Yeah. We what can the see, hell? What, we why can, not? We can. Yeah. What does it hurt? It doesn't hurt. And so that's what our stance was. And then as March rolled out, I mean, registrations were coming in. People were still registering. We're ready for Hoop Fest in June, April. Then we start to go into, like, the financial pro forma. Like, what are those defensive mechanisms we can have? I mean, who are the sponsors that are going to stand by us? How do we tighten our belts around? Because we're a small business at the end of the day. People know us as the big event, but we got payroll and, you know, rent and everything else that every other business has. Uh, And so really trying to solve for that. And then trying to provide value, because at the same time, we, were suppo- we really kind of uh, took the stance that we wanted to be the light at the end of the tunnel. Like, we wanted to be that one source that was like, yes, we are going to work for you. You know, right. we're not just going to shut it down because we're scared of our shadows or whatever it was. Like, we were going to continue to grind, continue to compete, uh, and kind of stand alongside our, our athletes and volunteers. And then it's just, you know, things kept happening, kept happening. We were just flexible and bounced around like everyone else at that point.
0: What, when, uh, do you remember the day? You, you knew you had to shut it down? Uh, to-
2: we, I think, made that announcement early mid-April yeah. that we postponed. So then Postpone. we went to August. Right. So mm. we postponed That's right. first. That's right. Yeah. yeah. That's right. And which made our season of stress and anxiety even longer. For, for, uh, oh, Do yeah. you feel like
1: you're just walking on eggshells the whole time?
2: Uh, no, you just, like, there's so many things out of your, it's like sports. Like, there's right. so many things out of your control that you kind of just kind of you have to kind of give yourself to the whims of the universe or for lack yep. of a better term, you know, because you just can't you can't control the weather. You can't control, obviously, you know, uh, public health. You can't control. You can't control. You can't control. I think that, again, that's that's not unique to Hoop Fest. That's a, with events in general. Is there's so many variables that are out, outside of your control that you just kind of you just try to roll with it every day the best you can and try to put a, a, a positive spin on it. Um, and at the end of the day, you kind of pull back from your athletic days and like, well, we're going to compete. Like, we're just going to work a little harder. Maybe we try to work a little smarter, innovate, be creative, uh, and not just bury our head in the sand and hope it passes.
0: I imagine politics aside, because I'm, I'm definitely this way. As soon as, Somebody tells me not to do something or I shouldn't do it. I'm like, well, now I'm definitely going to do it. Like you shouldn't have said anything. So I imagine like, again, politics aside, there was a lot of that with you. Well, there is.
2: It's like you want to be the one that overcomes, right? You want to be the first one back or Mm -hmm. the first event back. I think the other thing that was hard for us is that we literally walk the 50-50 divide you know, you got 50% of our audience that is get COVID is super scary and get vaccinated. And that political divide of 50% they're like, this thing doesn't exist. You need to buck the system. You need to have, hold this event. You need to stand up to the man. And like, you literally, I was in the middle of that ping pong. The whole Can't, time. Like 50, oh. 50, you know? And so like, you're trying to tell people on the, you're trying to know that we're going to be a safe event. Like that was priority number one without question. But you also wanted to, you know, push what we could push and see what is really happening. And then the nice thing about hoop fest that we're really lucky is that we get a seat at the table. Like we get a seat at the state level. We get a seat at the regional health. Like when we call the city, the city answers. So we get, you know, we have some influence and some behind the scenes look at kind of what's happening. It's not, we're not completely um, just like, Hey, this is how it's going to happen this year. We get to kind of have some influence, which is great as well.
1: Well, well, with that being said, is there going to be a with these new rules and restrictions, are there going to be
2: a lot, is it going to be a different whole look yeah. for HoopFest this year? Or It would have been pre the June 30 announcement. Uh, so, when June 30, when Governor Inslee came out and said, like, we're, we're I, open, yeah. that changed our dynamic. So, what we're expecting and what we're hoping for, and, hey, everyone listening, like, prove me wrong on this one, is about a 50% capacity event. Uh, about 3,000 teens Because it's September... School's in, fall sports, you know, uh, Washington State has a it's, football game. It's yep. just normal conflicts. Yeah. Eastern has a football game, Interstate Fair. Like, we know, we knew when we moved to this weekend that there would be a, a handful of conflicts that would inherently make us smaller. But that was okay. Like, that was, that was kind of part of the plan because we didn't think we could support everyone anyway. Right. And so, uh, so prove me wrong, everyone. Just prove me wrong because I would be happy to go back to um, a, a really size, closer to a normal size event. Um, however, with that being said, with these, the latest, um, announcements from the state, we're not really living in a lot of restrictions. It's going to be like, if you're vaccinated, you know, we recommend and, and that you get vaccinated, but if you are, you're fully vaccinated, you're good to go. If you're not, when you're indoors, you wear a mask, but we're not really going to ask or check, you know, we don't, how know. do you do that? Anyway, it's just the, the thousands. It's of never made sense.
1: And what made you guys pick that date?
2: Yeah. So great question. Um, it's not the, I, there's only one perfect date. In the calendar year for Hoop Fest, and that's the end of June. <laughs> that's
1: what I'm saying. It was just such a. It, it, we went from end of June to all the way yeah
0: September, right. But so this year it would have been like 110. It would have degrees. so silver lining. The yeah, Hoop yeah. Fest right.
2: weekend this year we did to have the 108 degree weather, um, which would have been tough, and we lived through that once in 2015. But uh, really the weekend chose us because when we look at literally picking up three square miles of infrastructure, that's what HoopFest is, the geography, three square miles of downtown, and move it to any other weekend, that's the only weekend that was open with other events, concerts in the park, other things that were on the schedule. I mean, basically other people have priority at these other weekends. And so that was the one weekend that we could land on that we could actually set up HoopFest as we know it. And so it kind of chose us.
0: I'm curious, you mentioned at the end of the day, you're a small business. Yep. You're like the CEO of a small business. Yep. A lot of revenue lost. Yeah. Did the state get you like a PPE loan or what, uh, what we was went, the deal We like? went
2: through all, we were able to, because we're a nonprofit, you know, legal yeah. corporation. So we were able to get PPP funding. Um, we were able to apply for various grants, hospitality grants. Uh, there were some nonprofit specific grant funding that was available through the cares act. We apply for everything. I mean, literally if it was even close to like something I could apply, I said, just apply and let them tell us, no, if we don't, if it doesn't qualify, great. So we got a lot of support that way. We got a ton of amazing support from sponsors that just said, no matter what happens, we stand by you. Mm-hmm. Like just the money's yours. We understand this year's crazy um and that was really really um uh, uh affirming you know that felt good and then we did do a virtual event you know we were able to use technology in order to kind of bring hoop fest to you It's called home court which is like a uh uh apple based app that does uh, training virtual reality uh, or augmented reality training which was a great technology platform so we were able to offer a virtual event that ended up in august Um, that we had, you know, a thousand people participate in and then have sponsors that came on just for that. So we were kind of able to piecemeal it together. We had the Toyota shoot off. We got Zeke Brown on ESPN. Hot Z Brown. I know. Hot Z Brown on the (laughs) podcast. That was incredible. But he won the card, the Toyota to shoot-off in the pavilion, um, and then we were able to get it as the play of the day on ESPN. You know? So we were able to kind of do enough. We did an Air Force One collab, custom-made, 50 pairs. We had our own sneaker drop, sold out in an hour. Mm-hmm. You know, like We did enough things that kind of bubblegum and duct-taped it all together to get to this year with the hopes of having a, a, a successful and safe event in September and then get back on the cycle in June next year. So
1: that being said, how nervous were you personally? Like, was it, were you like, is this going to, are we going to be able to make this? Or yeah. like, like, I'm just asking at as a personal 100%. level. I'm, well, I mean, so like, 100%. You, like, you like gonna... because it's, it, that's terrifying. Like yeah. you, you got to think about it. Like Hoop Fest brings so much money into the town. Obviously everybody wants it, but at the same time you're like, am I going to even like, yeah. are
2: we going to be able to do this? You mean, have you, have you mean job. like survive
0: as a company? Yeah. Oh, and my wow.
2: professional, my job. Yeah. Right. You're I was right. Like, God, right. could I do excavation? Uh, with, with, <laughs> no big Rob that I mean, market's cornered. Yeah. Oh, no, with cornered. hired, <laughs> no, okay. hired hey, by, hey, hired by. I,
1: all ex athletes. That's what it's for, man. I'm trying to hire ex athletes. Yep,
2: so that I mean, I it, it was scary. It was scary. I mean, we went through the whole we had to furlough people, sure. we had to change some staffing, we had to take pay cuts. Um, I mean, all that was real. And so it was definitely – and like, it's such a precarious business model anyway because we have one weekend to get it right. Now, we have these other programs, and with the Hooptown USA initiative, uh, it changes our, our, some of our, um, you know, sources and some of our opportunities. Uh, but at the end of the day, the 800-pound gorilla is hoop Fest weekend. I mean, that's what floats all the rest of this stuff.
0: Dude, the Hooptown USA thing is really impressive. Oh, thank you. I well, mean that yeah. genuinely. Because it's, it's the just, real deal, man. This is <laughs> well, like a hoop town. Fly I mean, I fly into Spokane way too often, like four times a year. Yeah. But at the airport, <laughs> you guys just own the airport. Yeah. Hooptown USA. And every time I'm seeing it, I'm like, good for you, Matt. Yeah. Like, it's crazy. Well thank you. I yeah. appreciate
2: that. That's been a fun one. We launched that in 2019. Um, originally to kind of a uh, well, one to kind of create this identity of this what basketball, how basketball connects us. And I think Hooptown, it's part the playing experience. But it's also part of this connection because when I, you know, there wasn't a day that goes by I don't talk about basketball in all forms. Um, and so it, it was just kind of kind of hitting me over the head like people care a lot about basketball in our community and be it Gonzaga or Hoop Fest, the broader community, or Spokane AAU, our youth program, or the investment we've made in the community through the organization. So it just, it, you start to look and like you hear all these stories. I have volunteers that say, I hate basketball. I love hoop fest. Yeah. You know, so it's like, wait a second. So this is basketball bringing people together. And that's really what hoop town is about. now it's, it's, does that create more opportunity? Yes. Does it create more access if we build it right? Yes. Um, Does it create the great lessons you learn from the sport? If we do it right? Yes. So I think there's a lot of uh, intrinsic good in what we're doing, but then it's kind of, it can also be cool and fun. And, like, why can't we be Hooptown? You go to Nashville, and the airport's a great example. You go to Nashville, Tennessee, like, you get hit over the head with country music. Mm-hmm. Right. You know exactly where you're at. Mm-hmm. Well, why can't you show up in Hooptown, USA, and someone throws you a chess pass as you're coming right. off the plane? You whoa. know what I mean? Like, whoa, wait, yeah. wait, what is this? Like, here's your honorary Hooptown basketball. You know, enjoy your time. You know, like, what kinds of things can we do that really kind of solidify this identity in a fun way?
1: Well, it's, I think it's it's crazy how much success in basketball this town has. Yeah. It's really, like, just talking about Central Valley Women's Uh, Basketball High School. 100%. They have one of the best public school women's basketball programs in the country. Mm -hmm. That's incredible. That really is incredible to think about. Then you have Gonzaga involved. Eastern now doing their thing.
2: Yep, Eastern's got Whitworth always in the national championship, you know conversation. It's at their really level.
1: incredible. And then you have all these parks around that Hoop Fest has been involved with. That was a
0: brilliant idea. One, whoever did that, because there's not because I okay. So coming from California, I don't think people in Spokane truly understand how cool all the or how are. how nice the public parks are here. Yeah, no, like they're it's great. really nice, and it's it's Hoop Town everywhere. Yeah. So whoever had that idea of just not tossing away all these resources, just well, recycling them. Um, I think it's parts. really
2: interesting because, um, you know, this was done. Hoop Fest has built 32 park courts over its 32 year mm-hmm. history. Kind of the goal was if the event did well, the, some of the proceeds of the event would go to building these, these courts
0: and a little bit of write-off. Of, and, for, it, for, well, we're a oh, nonprofit hey. okay, nonprofit. Okay, okay. We already got the write-off. Just like Scientology. <laughs> yeah, <kind
2: of. laughs> yeah. Um, and so, uh, uh, you know, so they wanted to make that investment. So, what Hoop Fest really is? So, any big market for all your California people, we're basically the community side of an NBA franchise, mm-hmm. but we don't have an NBA team. Right. We've done it literally on the shoulders of the community. So, I mean, because all the, these NBA franchises, they run the youth programs, they they refurbish park courts, they, you know, they do all these things. Well, we do it off of this off of Hoop Fest, this community event, that we're able to make these investments throughout the community, and it's always been a priority. Since 1990, for the um, you know for the event and the organization to give as much as we get, and that's that hasn't changed at all. I have a great idea. Just what do hit you got? me. It just hit me. What do you got? When Seattle gets a team, Hoop Fest needs to get a G League team. Try it.
0: Oh, really? That's what. See,
1: I knew. I, I knew. I knew it. Hoop Town.
2: Yes, we want. We actually, you know, what my big dream is. Um, is to go because the Blazers are one of the few NBA that don't. Teams they that don't, don't have, have one. It's in Boise, oh, really? correct? But it's, they don't even. It's not even theirs. It, right. They just kind of farm players right. out. Spokane's perfect. I want it. To, I want us to be the staple center of the G League. I want the Blazers yeah. and the Sonics yeah. here in Hooptown, USA. Yeah. Just
1: see, see, I know it because it. it the arena is perfect.
2: It's perfect for the G League and the market. Is, I mean, we support it. You oh, get more opportunities. Oh my
0: God! The, the Shock yeah. all. The I've fi- always thought. You know, the Indians are great. God bless the Indians. They're packed, though. But for but for Spokane just to have a low-level A baseball team, and that's it. Like, this is a double-A, triple-A city. I've always thought that Spokane well, could support something like that. Oh, they
2: can. Yeah. I, I know they yeah. can. And just evidence by the things that we do that are our own. Mm-hmm. Hoopfest, Bloomsday, Gonzaga Basketball, State B, Anytime time NCAA tournaments come here, men or women. Right. You know, that's another opportunity. I wouldn't mind exploring a WNBA team. Now that... Because we're the right size market for it. Yeah. That is true. So the, think, a WNBA team would do great. here. I would think, I think so, so too. Yeah. and I think that's what that's what Hoop Town allows us to dream about, right? Because it's no longer just a weekend event or a college program or a high school program. This is like basketball in the community. How do we grow it? So you're you're spot on. Like that's exactly because why
1: he, he, what is. bothers me is the arena. The arena is somewhere like Gonzaga. We don't play there. But it is a perfect venue for a lower market basketball team or something there. Because people are they are dying to go to Zag games, but they can't get in. Yep. And people are dying to see good basketball. Why can't it be in the And the arena is the perfect atmosphere
2: for that.
0: By the way, did I notice the Shocker back? Oh, yeah. Oh, here we go,
2: baby. Yeah, they're playing. They're, yeah. they're mid-season. Oh, are they? Yeah, that yeah, that just goes over my head. I'm oh, sorry. really? No disrespect to yep.
1: those guys.
0: But Shout out uh, to the Shock. Yeah, I know. We're cool. Uh, <laughs> four years ago, Kevin Durant shows up. Yep. Big deal. And I remember you like didn't tell anybody about it because I, I I don't think you wanted to overpromise promise under-deliver.
2: Yep. I didn't know about it till Wednesday of Hoop Fest week. And, I and, couldn't even lie about it. I didn't know that it was even yeah, a possibility. Yeah. And then I think you, could, But you didn't, like,
0: announce Well, they told it us we
2: didn't. So Wednesday of HoopFest week, um, I get a call from our Nike contacts. It's 50-50 chance okay. that he's going to show up. And you're like, okay, better Thurs- than nothing? Yeah, Thursday's 90-10, Friday's 99, and we're doing a run of show on how to get him in and out of town in two hours. On Sunday afternoon, don't tell anyone. Mm-hmm. So they told me. So we, we start to make plans. By Saturday afternoon, I'm kind of telling Nike, by Sunday afternoon at HoopFest, it's like dying down. it's dying down yeah. and people are like, we love hoop fest, but yeah, it's just over and to they get love up. it. I yeah. mean, this is all good feeling, yeah. but they're like, see you next year. Yeah. Like we are getting out of downtown. So we had to start, we started le- leaking it on Saturday afternoon, like yeah. teasing it. Did you hear this? And of course it couldn't come from me. It had to come from, Hey Rob, just, yeah. remember, right. just say someone's coming. And yeah. Rob says it and then starts to, mm-hmm. so all the energy was just kind of started to, and, like, we knew when he showed up on the street, we were planning for it literally games at the arena just to stop. And then we were trying to figure out, well, what happens when they stop? They come downtown. They see Kevin Durant. Do they try to go back and finish Hoop Fest? Like, what do we do with the vault? Like, we were trying to figure out what are the what's the real impact of of having Kevin Durant show up. And it worked out great. He was a stud. That I mean, couldn't have gone
0: better because he he posted on Instagram, too, that unbelievable selfie, selfie. he has. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah.
2: And he was a total professional because I had a scripted – I think I got to ask him 11 questions. They let me do this uh, from center court. And, we, of course, we blasted over the all downtown, all, all of HoopFest. And I, the first question was like, the last time you were in Spokane was the end of your college career. <laughs>
1: and I'm like, I'm not jabbing right. Kevin Durant right. on the right. first question. The best, hes one looked, of the best scores of all time.
2: Right. He's looking down like, where am I and yeah. what am I doing? Why am I talking to you? Yeah. And I'm like, here, I'm just going to just punch him mm-hmm. right. And I'm like, so I, I changed the wording on the fly. It's like, you know, something, something, the same general question but i didn't quite get into him about losing and he was a professional because he actually answered the question he was like well the last time i was here so he was just he knew it dialed he had it scripted and as soon as he did that i was like all right, now, you know, because we do this, and then a, you were we do this right, enough. We right, know right, we're right. around microphones right. and cameras yeah. enough. It's comfortable-ish.
0: It is calming when the person you're talking to Yeah, but to I'm is, going like, yeah. oh,
2: we got a pro here. Yeah, like, yeah, it's yeah. good. He's going to yeah. lead me just where I need to go. It's going to be just fine.
0: I had this thought, though. So four years ago, Kevin Durant, that's unbelievable. Great. Great for Hoop Fest, great for Spokane, et cetera. What's crazy to think is that in a few years, and you've always had former Zags come yeah. back and, you know, play in the tournament or just, you know, Hosts, or, yeah. or or you know, judge dunk contest, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But in a few years, you could have like a Jalen Suggs back, and it could be that kind of impact. Yeah. It, oh. Chet Holmgren, you could have back in five years. It, it could be that kind of impact.
2: Yeah. The hard part is we got to get to know him in a year. Yeah. That's so. no that yeah. is yeah, hard. We, we've
1: been talking about that a lot for a bit, and it's it's weird, and we don't, we don't really want to go into careers and at Gonzaga and all that type of stuff. But guys won't really have a career yeah. at Gonzaga.
0: Honestly, Zach Collins, I forget he went to Gonzaga sometimes. I know. You know, with all these influx of guys. It's, and, not, and and it like it's the, not a disrespect to these, on him. No. It's nothing, just, he didn't do anything wrong.
1: This is just the era we're in. And I, I think the hard part is, it's just, you don't get to know those guys' personality. Like, Joel. You know what kind of guy Joel yeah, is. Yeah, exactly. Corey. Corey, you yeah. know what kind of guy. Jack has a poster of him. That's how bad he is. I do. Is. Somebody you know, sent
2: me a poster. The Hoop Fest poster? He's on the Hoop Fest poster now. It's a good one. No, I'm pretty sure somebody made I, a poster. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like really type deal you. on his deal. <laughs> you know, like, but
0: it, you
1: get to know these guys, and that's the hardest part about this is because you want to embrace the whole success of all getting number one, but you know they're not
2: getting the whole Zag yeah. deal. You know, I'm also worried about the culture, not that's just been, for us, uh, the culture. It,
1: that's been our, that has been a huge talking point for us, basically, because it, the guys like Corey and Joel, they build that. You know, you've been there for four years. You know what it is. You yeah. know what to do to do to pass it down to the next guy, what it feels like. to How does that translate yep. with one and done?
0: We had this talk with Phil McCarthy, oh. and same kind of deal it's great that we're now a destination for one and duns you know it's a good problem to have right yeah. but we've seen what happens with a duke or yeah, kentucky, kentucky when it's just one bad class and you're out of the tournament yep you know what i mean and their their brand is such that they could just bounce right back you know we've never had to bounce back from not yep. being in the
2: tournament wouldn't that be ironic as if the streak's broken with one-and-dones? Uh, don't even – Honestly,
0: put Matt, <laughs> Matt, put that out there. I'm glad that you put it out in the universe because I do think that like we, it, it could be like a reverse shank steal.
2: Mm. Because I,
0: I – Nothing
2: I, I say ever comes true, so I'm, I feel good about <laughs> it.
0: Yeah, this <laughs> probably it be is. the one. And like, I, I'm sure Chet Holmgren's a, a great guy. That like, this isn't a shot at him. But once you go down this road, we've seen it backfire on blue, bre- blue blood programs like Kentucky. Yeah,
2: I just think I, – I hope that the the guys that need to earn their stripes – and not saying they're not earning their strikes, the Dominic uh, Harris's, the Julian Strother's, yeah. guys that could end up being so your lead the guard, the torch your, for a while. Yeah, right. that, that those are the ones that are always being fed enough. I think the one that it's not so much the one and duns that scare me; it's the ones that think they should be one and dones Right? You know that's going to create that create that issue because you you come in with a difference. Not that these guys are that. Uh, this no, no, concern. but it, it, but it, you know. it,
1: this is a concern yeah. in general because it's it's real. It's a it, it becomes you lose that tradition.
2: Yeah. I think so, but I mean, this year is great because we got Drew. Drew right. coming back is going to solidify. He is a Zag. I mean, he's, absolutely. You know, he's, he's a weirdo. Girl. Zags yeah. are weirdos. One hundred percent. He'll fit in in any generation. Yeah. he, he would have fit in <laughs> right. just fine. Right. Um, so, I, I, like, but, I
0: feel great about Nemhard being the point guard as well. He's a stud. Like that. Yep. He feels Zagish enough as well. Too, yeah, it's probably the Canadian. <laughs> the Canadian, Canadian blood that,
2: that gives that little crossover for <laughs> us.
0: <laughs> but yeah, I, I mean, it's it's a good problem to have, but. It, it's it's an issue. It's different. It's something. It it's doesn't different. keep me up at night, but it's definitely something to. Yeah. Do because anywhere. at the same time,
1: those guys aren't going to be coming back in the summer.
2: Yeah. No. God now. God no. God, no. You and, mean, you moved here. I moved. I mean, think about I, um, yeah. how many guys are well, here. That I say before kids at home. I, I can say
1: before Gary, before Gary, or at, everything before Gary, everybody's pretty much moved back.
2: Yeah. Well, like
1: I, it, maybe a handful didn't move back but everyone really oh you mean
0: since Gary people have kind of been moving away a little uh, bit.
1: Uh, since Gary's class yeah. everyone
0: has moved, really kind of but been a lot moving of those
1: away. guys are still playing
2: too guys. yeah and that's what i'm saying yeah. since
1: Gary but but before Gary's class everyone yeah. pretty there's probably a handful at least that a, didn't move back at least a couple every year stay yeah. it feels like because
2: yeah. it, 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 that have no tie other right. than basketball. Right. No That's one no time. one right. no I don't one has family here. My no, wife doesn't have family here. Yeah, like, no yeah. one
1: has family here. No it's just one of those things where you just kind of understand the whole connection between yeah. Gonzaga basketball and the community. And the community.
2: I mean I I last night we had we finished up summer league for my will be eighth grader at the warehouse. So coming out of that, Mike Nielsen, going to pick up mm-hmm. his son, because his son's the same grade. He was just there watching his the, would be his peers our, our class. Right. So he's just there watching Nielsen going. After I get off the podcast here, I'm going to see Casey Calvary. Right. Like so of our group, we had five seniors. Four of us are here. Ryan Floyd, Richie Fromm, Mike Nielsen, and myself. Uh Floyd is Sprague Harrington, you know, so he's a, a you know, could be considered an area kid. But Richie, me, and Mike, we're not. Casey's not. The only one who's not here is Axel Dench. He went home to Australia, yeah. rightfully so. Yeah. Alex Hernandez Sos. back. Yeah, Dirty's you know, back. Yeah, it's yeah, no. great. It's just
1: one of those things where you just I don't know what it is, man. Yep. Like you just can't, you love it here, and I think you you realize that the community wants to see you thrive just as much off the court as on the
0: court. Yeah. You mentioned Casey Calvary, who owns one of the most iconic, if not the most iconic, Zag moment of all time. Name, image, likeness. Yeah. There's a little bit of momentum to see him get paid a little bit. Yeah. Have you know you, what? Has his- had that. Uh, Has that discussion happened? No, I too? mean,
2: I, I want. I think of it in two ways. One, I look at it, the opportunity for Hooptown. Yeah. You know, how does Hooptown have an athlete, a, a real official relationship with athletes? I actually think of the Groves boys. Um, oh, uh, yeah. Tanner and Jake, because they did everything mm-hmm. in our. They grew up and uh, they got introduced to it at Hoopfest. North they Central? Shadel Shadyville. Uh, AAU. They went through Eastern Washington Elite. Now, you know, they are, um, and their younger brother, Dylan, is a stud, and his. Dylan and my son are on the same team, so I know the growths pretty well. But I think there's opportunity for for us as an organization to really start to build those athlete relationships that we otherwise we could not have done. It's just wild. Um, for with Casey, I think it's a great opportunity. Because um, that
0: M- does, does that NFT exist yet? The non fungible token? Man, I don't know, dude. This is a whole
1: different. I don't know world. what I'm talking about. Uh, uh, just for the record, it's a whole
0: different. <laughs> Do you, it's you just see a whole the gray, gray hair <laughs> over here, man? I don't know.
1: It's a whole different world, man. Yeah. Uh, I, uh, I'm. I'm excited for guys because you're going to see guys get paid. You're, guys are going to get paid. And it, I it just it's just a different con. It's just it's hard to wrap your mind around it for me.
0: This, I yes, but I, I I'm here. I, I'm with you on that, but at the same on the same page at the same time, Matt. I'm sure you've had conversations about this.
2: No. Really? Not not beyond what we could do in the community. Not not considering like how I would. Okay. Or, or our area. So era you don't have
0: like it, a yeah. you don't have like a bundle package ready for Chet.
2: No, Gosh, no. You couldn't Just afford them No, we wouldn't. <laughs> Chet's going to be Chet will be the one that gets paid a lot, but there's going to be opportunities for other athletes to yeah. do different things in the community that they never have. It's going to be hard for these young people, I think honestly, to navigate this in a really I, it's gonna in a weird. way. It's going to be weird. It's going to be the like, Wild West for a little is. bit. It is. Absolutely is. So I think I, I don't envy their position necessarily because I think it's going to be tough to, and you, people are going to try to express their value. You know, they're going to do it through social media influence, even though you may not have the stats or the playing time to back it up. It's just going to be really weird, and you're going to open the door up to some people who are really smart that are going to find ways to take advantage of the system. <laughs> So Matt Santangelo
0: was part of that 1999 team. Oh, boy. <laughs> he called games for how long? Seven years. Seven years alongside Tom Hudson. The He's Tom been Hudson. the executive director of HoopFest for how long?
2: Since 14.
0: When are you going to run for local office?
1: <laughs> oh, we've been actually really talking about this.
2: When are you going to do it? Uh, I have been approached for that. Um, I don't know if I would hold up very well. Why? I don't know. I just don't, I don't know. If, you if got I a have... great
0: smile. You're happy. Yeah. It always starts that way with politicians though. And then one yeah, thing goes gonna wrong. Get, I'm, I'm going to wake yeah.
2: up on the can and <laughs> I'm going to look, Oh, Santangelo. Oh, yeah. look at that. He's... And so I don't, I don't know. Cause I, I mean, I, the weird part about the question I think is, is that with hoopfest, it's a political mechanism. Totally. Cause we work with the city. We totally. work with city council. We work with police and fire in a, in a fun way. I mean, right. in, a, in a good way. Um, it's never very, uh, contentious or anything, but we do, I do get to see behind the curtain a little bit. And I, I will say this, and this is, um, you know, when I first moved back, um, Scott Spink, former Zeg yep. as well, a couple years older than me, uh, we live on the same block and he goes, uh, you know, are you going to coach your kids? And I was like, no, nah, I'm not coaching my kids. It kids got to do their own thing. They got to experience it for themselves. Absolutely. And it's like, this is what's going to happen. You're going to go to one practice. You're going to look around and you're going to say, we can do better than this. And you're going to end up coaching. You know, but that's kind of just that's arrogance talking. You know, that's not necessarily truth. So you see behind the curtain enough to know that it's really complex, uh, and this it's a really difficult thing. What our you know city government is it's not. I mean, it, everything seems easy from outside. You know, oh why don't they just make this decision? Well, because that decision impacts seventy five other things that you need right. to consider. Well, so I'll, I'll be your campaign manager. <laughs> Let's make this. <laughs> that, happen. I was gonna. That was a very political yeah, answer. Yeah, absolutely you said, oh, right yeah,
0: thing. I, I didn't I'm, piss anybody
1: off. Not, no, one hundred percent. You sold me, yeah. buddy. Mm-hmm. So what are we doing, uh, city council, or just let's go for the mayor? Mayor, yeah, state mayor level,
2: Ch- or do we go state level? Why
0: go? I mean, you're, Kathy you're McMorris Rogers. To the choir here, buddy. Kathy McMorris Rogers has, has been in office for quite some time. She mm-hmm. might be eyeing the door. <laughs> I'd be fine with you there. I'd, I'd be right behind you, buddy. I would say you start there.
2: Start there. Start
0: there at the congressional level. Why not? Why not?
2: Shit, you lose. have it, man. Oh no, I don't know.
0: Okay. This, see, come on, man. You, got, I feel you really could be a great politician. It, like, jokes aside, have you had the conversation with your wife about it?
2: We've talked about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah we we got approached around city council to potentially run for city council, um, and we did briefly talk about it. I mean, you do always. I am a bit of a what's the word? Like a dreamer or whatever. Like yeah, yeah. you know, the fact gotta that you be. can't make change and like you yeah. know, if you you can't just talk about doing, it. you got to go do stuff. Mm-hmm. Right? You got to put yourself in outside your bubble a little bit in order to really make change and grow. And so all those things are, are attractive. But I had one gentleman, uh, Bill Robinson, who used to be the former president at Whitworth. Uh, he did some uh, mentorship work with me for a little while and he said right now, and this is going to sound awful to the podcast community. So forgive me. He's like right now, everyone likes Matt Santangelo. Totally. If you run for office, 50% of people will hate you oh, no understand.
1: matter what. But
2: you said that already in the show.
0: You yeah. said that already. You said 50% was mad that you had I know, I didn't fest. like it. I didn't like <laughs> it. <You> know, <laughs> you know. I do think, I mean, jokes aside, I do think you, I mean, you're a proven leader, given everything you've done with with HoopFest. You have such a tie with the fabric of this community, given your, your, your ties with Gonzaga. I, I'd be there. It, so, it feels like you're down the middle politically. I mean, I don't know you yeah. crazy well, yeah. but from what I do know of you. I think he's are a, a nice mis- candidate. To, yeah. to what end, though? To what <laughs> yeah. end? Just yeah. to say
2: I could win and run for governor, or that's run for, plan. you know, to what Isn't end? Isn't that that's what this is the country country all about? Yeah. Yeah, I,
1: just win. I just win. I thought that's what you're all about, Matt. I know that. <laughs>
0: like, really? imagine having to run against Matt Santangelo. That's the, the, the godfather problem. of Gonzaga basketball? Just, no. Executive no, director here, no, of no, the I'm with you.
1: I, if <laughs> I had to go against him, I'd be like, oh, boy, here we go. Yeah. <laughs> I, I got a lot more skeletons than this guy. I'll tell you that.
0: <laughs> like, I mean, the, uh, Adam Morrison would have a shot against you. Outside of that, I don't know who else would. I don't think... But Adam's a little No, a little Adam, wouldn't.
1: A- Adam wouldn't win that. Yeah. And Adam wouldn't win. I'm sorry. Adam wouldn't win at all against Matt.
0: I do, I mean... Un- oh, a, politi- a political? No, yeah, no, I think you're right. Adam's a little far right. Yeah. I don't think Adam would, <laughs> I don't think Adam would care if he's right. saying that. Yeah, yeah. yeah no, it, no, it's not a disrespect to Adam. I just,
1: Matt, you just, you embody this community, and you, and it was so cool to see how you've just taken over HoopFest and it made it grow even bigger. Well, thank so, you. Like, thank it's, you. it's, it's. I think once you got your hands on it, and this is from my opinion, is you've made it, Even bigger than what it was, which is incredible. So, and you've made this idea of hoop fest. So, why not make Spokane bigger than what it is? (laughs) Come on! I I already
2: we're trying through hoop town. That's one of the the initiatives. But I have to say, because I I do appreciate the, um, I'm flattered with the. But hoop fest was already the largest in the world. It's an amazing thing. Like I, they were. I'm fortunate that they let me come in and play the role that I play, and I'm happy. I I am proud of the kind of voice and perspective that I, I can give it. However, this thing was massive. It was. It was amazing. Absolutely. So, like, this is on, this is other people. This ain't me.
0: I'm so tired of the humility. Let's move on. <laughs> um, I think I've asked you this every time we've talked to you about Hoopfest. Between this podcast and KXLY, I think this is the fourth time we've done it. Best fight story. Oh, in your yeah. history at who oh
2: gosh uh i don't know if i know one we're not
1: talking shootings.
2: Shootings. You're right because i've never experienced one firsthand okay i've okay. seen you. Pa- you know i've seen the parents the parents are always ridiculous um but i have never to where it got physical i've only only heard uh you know hearsay or secondhand stories of something that really went bad punches um, thrown punches thrown blood. Or, like yeah. blood and like Years later, lawsuits still being settled yeah. out and, and that kind of thing. But I've never I've never actually seen it.
0: Do you have to get involved in those lawsuits or like make a uh, statement or something?
2: This one, the only one that we've I've had to get would involved with uh, directly was um, a trip and fall by a volunteer. Okay, so we had a volunteer. A volunteer that volunteer fell. sued you. Yep, sued Uh-oh. the organization. Can we talk um, about it? Uh, no, was, this is years ago, and this actually happened before me, but, like, it, was, it wasn't my first day. This is an exaggeration, but, like, my first day is, like, got served. Here's your lawsuit. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. oh, man, I just showed up. What am I doing fighting lawsuits? Yeah. But, um, and it settled out well and everything, um, and the volunteers is healthy and fine, but, uh, but that was the only one I've ever been a part of. It's been I, uniquely, like, I mean, we've had my first Hoop Fest with Bailey. Um, the Friday night when we're setting up, we had a young athlete, young female athlete. Shooting around because as soon as those rims hit the street, it's Everybody, packed. Yep. Everybody's it, Friday night at In hoop college,
0: fesses. we used to cruise over. Yeah. Friday night and at like, hoop Fest is you know, magic. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It right. is.
2: The streets are ours. Yeah. Like, it is people everywhere. It is, it's magic. It's a great time. They ran into a, or, a, or a, they collided with um, a forklift <gasps> and ended up in the ER. What so, are your, a couple of your volunteers? No, the, an athlete, a young athlete. Oh, no. So me and they Bailey didn't see the forklift. Well, they were going back. i sorry. I don't
1: know. I don't, I'm, I'm sorry. To they shot the ball. Victim They're running here, this buddy. way.
2: Forklift is coming this way. Neglect on both parts, probably, um, or accident, but it was yeah, an accident. It was, it was an an accident. Accident. A horrible accident. I agree. But, um, and so Bailey, I don't even think Bailey was hired yet. Yeah. She was just kind of scouting out hoop fest. Um, and so we ended up going to the emergency room at that time. Horrible thunder and rainstorms, thunder, lightning, and rainstorms oh. on Friday Night at Hoop Fest. So we're sitting there in the yard ER with this mom and the daughter, um, checking on them, and I'm getting calls saying, like, we can't set up the site. We can't put tape down. Tape doesn't go down on, on you know, yeah. wet ground. Big surprise. So we get out of the—the the, the, um, young athlete is fine, stabilized, fine, just kind of hanging out, but she has a pretty bad concussion, and I mean, she takes a hit. And so we come back downtown. This is probably now 12.31 in the morning, pouring down rain, thunder and lightning— the tape crews, our volunteer tape crews, awesome group of women and men, they go back, we send them home, but we say, can you come back in the morning? So they went from, you know, setting up streets from 7 until midnight, 12 o'clock, couldn't really do the work. They're just kind of hanging out. And we say, can you come back at 4.35 if it stops raining? And they do. So, like, that night, we don't sleep. Four, this is my first hoop fest. 4.35 in the morning, you see the tape crew come out. I see friends of mine, the Wheeler family, Ryan Ragazza Barasa, all these guys that are were volunteers before I even started. They were just... Part of the crew and I walk out in the street at like five in the morning and they're all out there, the sun's shining, there's still puddles around, but right. they're laying down tape and I'm going like, oh my gosh. And so I get a call probably at seven fifty eight in the morning, going tapes done, game start at eight o'clock. Yeah. And that year was the twenty fifth anniversary. Wow. cammy Bradley, the local musician, is seeing our national anthem. She kills it yeah. and literally at 7.58 in the morning she's killing it the sun is shining I'd get the call the tape is done I'm crying like literally oh, like, dude. Just, I've, I've been politician. here for three months totally three months like I don't I'm not I mean I'm not hoop fest yet like uh-huh. I haven't earned my stripes uh-huh. all these volunteers that have been volunteering for years and all this heavy lifting they've done like I haven't done anything yet and here I am just I'm in I'm, I'm hook, line, and sinker. I'm sold by the magic. Like, it is the hardest working team in basketball, hands down.
0: Right on. Sunday night, what's the uh, Hoop Fest rap party like?
2: Uh, at the old Red Lion yep. over on a brown, that was always where the site team. So, when site team's shut done. shut down, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's uh, changed ownership, it's reopening. Oh, um, um, okay. George okay. is reopening. Oh, uh George is done. George has yeah. been a long time owner there. Uh, but we would, site team would always end up there sometime between 11 and 1 o'clock in the morning. Uh, and we'd they'd have food spread for us, and we'd have probably have 30, 40 people just exhausted and kind of thrilled and That's just a giddy. deep breath. Like, oh, my gosh. It's <laughs> the best feeling ever. And then,
1: and then you're like, okay, we got what?
2: Tomorrow to start? Yeah. Because the, the whole, like, month after Hoop Fest is putting it away. Like, I didn't realize that either. I thought, man, once Sunday night, we're done. Like, it's right. good. And then you wake up Monday morning. You kind of the Hoop Fest hangover is a real thing. Yeah. You have about a week before you're just kind of you're just in a fog because you're so tired. Um, and then you just, but you have to physically put that event away. And it's a lot, that's a right. big thing. So that takes a while. And then immediately you go, it's like painting the golden gate bridge, right? As soon as you get done with this end, you got to go back to the start and you just start getting with sponsors and partners. What went right? What went wrong? How do we get you back for next year? Um, so on and so forth. And it just start all over again.
0: I've been out of the, uh, the, the Spokane political loop for a while. <laughs> <laughs> um, Senate court was at Bennett block for a while. And I think that worked out great it's going to go back to the it's park in the,
2: in the pavilion
0: because they set they set up for you guys. Uh, they, that, it's built like it an amphitheater. Okay, right. okay. Yep.
2: So built up an amp- amphitheater for a lot of things, but one of the things we wanted to do was, was move center court back in. So it's, it'll be interesting to see cause the Bennett block was a big hit. I, I thought that was um, great. And it turned out really well. It's hard surface to f- make yeah. it work as a plane surface, but, um, but just in the center of everything. So you had a mm-hmm. bunch of traffic, but, Pavilion's a really unique venue it's yeah. a destination oh it's sweet so you know skyline
1: of Spokane yeah and
2: so hopefully that brings people in um, once you're in it it's the it's a unique experience and then we just opened up the north bank courts the hooptown USA courts on the north bank of Riverfront Park which are two bu- big beautiful, beautiful courts, courts new artwork installed um some some things about HoopFest I really like talking about. Two of them, especially when I'm talking to kids, because you give them all these numbers and the kids are like, I don't care. Um, but you say we could we're big enough that we stop lime scooters. It's like literally we can put a digital barrier. Oh, around yeah, Hoop yeah, yeah. So a Hell lime yeah. scooter can't go Hell through. Yeah. I like, could see even Rob liked yeah. that one. All of a sudden it's like, yeah. wow, you guys are line, big time. I just
1: tried line for the first time <laughs> last week. I do it, it sucked.
0: And okay. your cell phone never works at Hoofest. It's cr- how many people are down there. Yeah. You know we've know what killed, mean? We've there's always crushed, trouble.
2: We've crushed the network several yeah. years. We're getting better at that, but that's true. But the parking lot adjacent to the basketball hoops at North Bank Park, we actually got to design the landscaping to leave us enough space to put Hoop Fest courts in. So we had not only did we build the basketball courts, but we had influence on how right. the parking lot was going to be designed. Yeah. Just stupid stuff, stuff like Huge. that I love. Um, so that little that spot will be a nice oasis of courts to um, and amenities. And just because of the park, they did a nice job finishing the park.
0: September 11th and 12th, Hoopfest 2021. Matt Santangelo, Executive Director. Anything else we need to know?
2: Yeah, registration is open. Okay. So get registered. SpokaneHoopfest.net on the website um, at Spokane Hoop Fest and all the social channels to follow along. Um, registration is open. Uh, volunteer registration is open too. If you can't play, so you can still come out and join and participate and be a part of the you know the magic of Hoopfest. Uh, we want to be strong this year so we can bounce back even stronger next year is the is the goal. Uh, and we're thrilled to be planning for it. You know, we got thrilled an- to be bringing people together around HoopFest. Do we have an app? Uh, we have a mobile app? Yep. yep. It'll be Spokane HoopFest. Not out yet. It'll be Apple and Android. Um, it's new this year, new uh, version of it this Ooh. year that we're really excited about that should work a little more seamlessly. Um, yeah, I mean, it's all good. We've been working hard to, to get to this point where we can talk about the event and really plan for it. And we need people to come back out and, and re-engage in that tradition. Um, and continue to build in this thing because there's too many good things we could be doing, and we need HoopFest as the engine to to make all the other stuff and investment we make go.
0: Final question: Can Rob and I be on your media staff when you make your inevitable run <laughs> for Congress? Well,
2: he was already camp capital or campaign no, manager. Camp, your campaign manager, okay? Yeah, yeah sorry. Uh,
1: yeah. I think I'll write press releases. No, no, no. Your campaign, Jack. You'll be campaign manager. I'll just be the hype man in the back.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah to say every other word yeah (laughs) matt thank you so much for your time yeah thanks Thanks, for having me on again good to see you guys thank you once again to matt tantangelo hoop fest is one month away and thank the lord Mm. thank Mm -hmm. the lord Mm -hmm. hoop fest one month away robert sacre do you have something to leave the people with
1: be happy for this moment this moment is your life